Hey everybody, this is Hasti. I'm a graduate student in engineering by day and a textile designer and illustrator by night. What's up peeps? It's Denny Ihoplong. I'm a web designer and personal trainer and right now you're listening to the Curiously Confident podcast where we share personal and professional development tips that helped us and our guests on our journey towards creative entrepreneurship. Not only will you get tips on navigating entrepreneurship, you'll also hear some of our hilarious experiences throughout the years. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. My headset is, uh, it was given to me by work, so it could be just awful. I didn't okay. pay for this. Okay. That's why I look so stupid. <laughs> you don't. That's... <laughs> no, I said okay. it looks so stupid. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think it does. I, I think it looks fine. McDonald's operator over here. Okay, all right, <laughs> let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> all right, so today we're going to go ahead. I want to order a Big Mac. You want to order a Big Mac? <laughs> <laughs> it's all of right. fries. <laughs> yes, for the start of a podcast, Hasi gets a Big Mac and a side of fries. Is that medium, small, medium, large? I don't even eat Big Mac. That's funny, but I know the name. Anyways. Um, you give it to me. <laughs> you I've on. never eat meat from McDonald's. I've ate. I've eaten. What's the right word? I ate. Anyway, I have had. I've had um, chicken. Like, mm. I love their saltless chicken salad. Oh, and yeah. also, they have like a chicken wrap. I really like. I get sometimes. But anyway. It's okay. You're not missing out. <laughs> I'm gonna order a Big Mac though because it just sounds better. You know. It's a, uh, it's, it's the name. It's interesting. <laughs> I still eat them, but you definitely shouldn't. So I'm not going to say much. Should. I don't think you should. Anyways. Um, All right. We're going to get demonetized. McDonald's <laughs> 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 ever sees this. Okay. All right. So what we're going to go ahead and talk about today is pretty much stress and discipline, right? Mostly discipline. Yes. And fear. Okay. Yes. Right? Oh yeah. And fear. Yeah. So, Hasti. I don't know if they're related, but we somehow managed to, to relate them. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find out. All right, cool. So, we have prepared a list of questions just so that we'll be organized. So, I'll be asking the questions from you, and then you can do the same. Mm -hmm. uh, ask from me or ask me. Anyways. Uh, okay, so, right now, what's the level of discipline you have so zero to ten yeah so it's kind of interesting because and for zero we're going with like pretty much no discipline right mm -hmm. okay all right so it depends on the day <laughs> it really depends uh because you start the day with different moods and different energies so on a i guess a good day i would probably have a discipline of about seven or eight Damn, if you're a seven, I am non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> that's on a good day. That's like, no, a I'm not 10. Like 10 is like, I got zero problems. No, I got, I still okay. have a lot of problems. And I'll talk about that in a bit. I guess that depends on our definition as well. But okay, yeah, let's just exactly. stick to it. So, so you seven, seven, because sometimes I don't want to do something and I just like, okay, I'm not going to do it, or I'm going to do it, like, to the bare minimum, and then I just run away. So <laughs> that's what I mean. That's on a yeah. good day. On, like, bad okay. days, I'll probably be, like, at a, at a five. I still have that discipline, 
but I just don't want to do it. I just do it because I have to. Mm, I see. Mm -hmm. so here's the thing I think you do have discipline if you still get it done even though you don't feel like it to Mm -hmm. me that's discipline so right so I guess it really depends on like what we're measuring in terms of discipline Mm -hmm. so the way that I measure it is like have I hit all the goals that I needed to hit for that day like all the milestones I talked to this many people that I complete this much work um, that makes sense okay all these other tasks Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. I try to quantify as much as I can. What about you? It's the engineer in you. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so um, I'm going to be real. Do we have negative numbers? Uh, <laughs> negative numbers? <laughs> you know, no. I mean, that's what the zero is for, right? Because if you're at a zero, you could yeah. improve. Yes. That's the point. Okay. So uh, I would say I do have good days. Mm-hmm. I would say my good days are probably a five okay. and then probably yeah, four, four or five. And mm-hmm. then rest of the days, which is most of the days, is below zero. Oh, sorry. Below two. Below two. Okay. So okay. Zero to two. I mean, um, the thing is, when you start at a low threshold, there are mm-hmm. very easy things you can add in to encourage more discipline. That's, okay. That's what I believe. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. I can still fix it. All right. Yeah, exactly. So why do you think we're like this? So I guess for me, I, I, I had to speak for myself. The way mm-hmm. that I structure everything is since I run my own business, and even before I, I didn't have my own business, when I was just a employee or a student, there were certain things that I wanted to do. And if I didn't have the discipline, I wouldn't be able to, to do any of them. That sounds kind of vague, but I'll give a more general or a more specific example. So back in, I guess I'll go back to college because that's when me and you knew each other. So even though I didn't do, or I said I didn't do too much, um, there are other things that I was doing. So the discipline that I had was I would separate pieces that I cared about, if that makes sense. So I was in different organizations, but I didn't do any, didn't do any any homework (laughs) until like the day before. But the discipline there was, I choose it in a different way. So my discipline is I have to be somewhat interested in, in that. And then how I do that is always having specific goals that I have to hit. And the discipline was I always scheduled it. So if I didn't do it during that time, I would feel kind of like kind of crappy, like very, I don't know what the right word is for crappy, but when you schedule it, it's like you made a commitment. So that's what I always felt like. You get disappointed. Exactly. Yeah. So I built my discipline using a calendar. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. What about your like childhood? Have you always been this disciplined? No, actually, when I was a child, I would, uh, so back, back before I was, uh, I guess, disciplined mm-hmm. at all, which was, the start of all the changes was, I was in college, so it started around sophomore oh, year. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sophomore year yeah. is when I actually gave a damn about anything, but before that, I was like, I went to, I barely went to school. If I did, I was always sleeping, which isn't a difference, 
but <laughs> I didn't do any work. So I, was, I had like really bad grades. I didn't care for anything. I just wanted to play games. That's all that okay. I cared about. So no, back when I was a child and for a long time back until it was like 1920, I wasn't disciplined at all. Okay. What about you? So yeah, I'm actually the same way with the difference that I haven't changed. <laughs> but I, since childhood, <laughs> go ahead. I wouldn't say you didn't change at all. There had to have been some changes. Yes, right? there has. There has been. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I'm employed. I get work done. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I still lack discipline. But here, so my childhood. It's actually interesting because um, I thought it's related, very much related to childhood. And when you say you weren't like this, it gives me hope because mm -hmm. I always had this excuse that, oh, I wasn't like this. So maybe that's why I'm not like this now. Um, so when I was little, um, like what? Like we're not going to talk about kindergarten. Obviously there was anything to do, but let's just talk about like middle school and high school mm -hmm. so in middle school and high school I pretty much um so the way we were in our household was that my parents encouraged us to get work done and to get good grades but it wasn't like if you don't do this you can't watch this it wasn't mm -hmm. like that so pretty much as long as we did our things we were good and so the way I functioned was I was a night owl and I got most of my work done at night. And it's funny because my, my friends used to call me. We had, let's say we have an exam tomorrow. They would call me and they were like, have you read this chapter? And I'm like, no, I'm going to start at 12. And they're like, 12, what do you mean? We have an exam tomorrow. <laughs> they all freak out on me. But anyways, I always studied overnight and then I would do the exam, come home, sleep. Um, and as, as far as homework, I would get them done, but it was very like unorganized. Sometimes I'll get it at night, sometimes morning, sometimes during a class I wasn't into. So it was pretty much all over the place. Huh. Um, that was my childhood. And I thought that's the reason why I'm not disciplined even now or to this day. But I guess we have this question later on. Uh, you can change that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have changed that. Um, but now, yeah, I, I get things done again. And there are good days and bad days. I try to, I don't have a schedule as intense as you do. But I have like list of things I want to accomplish by the week, by the day. So right. as long as I hit my goals, I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. The timing of it changes. Um, there, there isn't any clear structure in that yeah. sense. Actually, I just wanted to bring up something. It's kind of interesting that you mentioned the whole like your parents. They didn't like necessarily like push you to complete your work. I guess there was half and half, right? They still wanted you to do it. They did push me. So I guess let me correct that. My dad... Um, he was very much encouraging of us getting things done so like if he would come home from work he would ask us like how was school have you done your homework so that was the thing we would have had that conversations and normally I would be like no I haven't but I will right mm -hmm. and he was content as long as he knew I'm getting it done doesn't matter when but like getting it done um and so does my mom actually probably my dad was more if we're gonna think about it that way he was probably more 
um, disappointed <laughs> to see <laughs> that I wasn't as structured. But uh-huh. my mom, she just wanted me to be happy, have a childhood, and still get things done. So, and I'm grateful for that. Um, but my dad was a military person. He mm. actually went to the military, and he he's very structured in that yeah. sense. So him knowing that, you know, I work during the night, it would just like blew his mind. But he never he never like got mad at me for it. He just was like, okay, if you do it this way, it's interesting. I don't, I wouldn't do it that way. But if that's how you work, I'm not going to pressure you into doing it otherwise. So that's how it was. He probably didn't approve of it, but like he didn't punish me for it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So I guess I kind of want to ask a question though. Do you think having that, um, was there any accountability, uh, value or how to explain it did you build up any accountability to do that work yourself or did you count on your parents to put make you accountable because that's, that's part of the discipline right yeah it's either you're yeah, accountable yeah. to someone else or yourself yeah i think i was accountable myself like i was yeah because uh i mean people have different motives but when you're a child you want to make your parents happy and so for me my motivation was that I want to make them happy with my grades with my good performance in school Mm -hmm. so yeah um I would keep myself accountable for that okay I guess actually here now that I'm thinking about it uh it was probably half and half like there were times where my mom would probably be like, have you done this work? Have you studied for your test? And then I'll be like, oh, damn, I have a test this week. <laughs> so I guess it was half and half. You're right. Probably half, probably half of the time I was counting on them. Okay. Or even my bigger sister or my older sister, she, she, was, um, she was different from me in that sense that she had discipline. And whenever she starting from early age like even in uh middle school she would come home start doing her homework get it done close the book put it in the backpack now enjoy the day that was her way of working for me it was the exact opposite comes home puts everything aside go watch tv do blah blah blah, all that and then like come to 12 a.m oh i have to do some things now (laughs) And sometimes the day off, like I would sometimes sleep and wake up like 1 a.m. or I don't know, like 5 a.m., 4 a.m., prepare my stuff before, right before going to school. Mm, okay. All right. So yeah, maybe I did, maybe I did count on my sister and my mom and even my dad. Yeah, probably. That's good. Accountability does help. That's for sure. Especially like, um, that's one of the big things in personal training and I would say in business really and everything in life but in personal training we teach that the first phase is having the accountability but you need to be the the one that makes yourself accountable you can't Mm -hmm. always rely on someone else to push you to do that work that you need to do for yourself interesting okay all right so we're gonna go ahead and move on but yeah you want to talk about where you well, I guess, did we kind of cover where we learned the, the dis- to be Ooh. disciplined? I think we yeah, kind of brushed I guess, over it. Yeah, I guess for me, it was probably when I came to the U.S. and I mm. had to actually work pretty much full-time. Initially, 
because I wanted to learn the, the language and because I was also, you know, I wanted to help um, my parents support me, basically. I didn't want to completely depend on them. I started working um, immediately after we came here. And so having to work full time and this work was, uh, you know, working in coffee shops, fast food, things like that. Very fast paced work. Um, I wanted to, I had full time job and then I also was going through school, college and all of that. So that was when I, I needed discipline because now I don't have the luxury of staying up at night i'm tired i'm exhausted came from yeah. work can't even stay up so um that was when it changed i tried to schedule things or at least get make lists of things that i need to do and then figure out the times that worked for me mm -hmm. so coming to us was probably the thing that made me a little more organized in that sense um yeah and depending on what kind of job i have i become more discipline or less discipline it changes over time so when yeah. i was doing my internship at hb we had these like very tight deadlines and schedules and there were meetings right after each other so then i really had to be very structured i had to get things done quickly so that time made me um during that time i was very disciplined okay and then during my SAC stuff with like IEEE organization, which is just to give people a quick thing, it's a organization for electrical engineers, um, kind of like a club, I guess, uh, school club, whatever you want to call <laughs> yeah, it. School organization at the yes. university. Yes, at the university. And I had a position there to, it was actually a really good position. I had to like host events and things that, things of that sort so for that also i had to be organized so i was yes yeah. so that's how we met i thought you're very disciplined <laughs> yeah that's exactly where we met because uh, interesting uh, okay <laughs> yes so yes i hired danny actually um and then he was also another uh he became another part of the ieee member leaders but anyway so Whenever I have to be disciplined, I become disciplined. But if I don't, I'm fluid, pretty much. I mm. just try to get things done, but there is no structure in it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So do you think it's important to have discipline? Or do you think discipline is important to get you far in life? I full... Yeah, I would have to say, I fully agree that everybody needs discipline mm -hmm. and you need to be able to summon it, but it's, it's interesting because the way that discipline works is you really have to keep training it and it's hard to keep yourself at a, like a very high level of discipline. Um, so although the concept itself you need to be disciplined is very important. I don't think you need to treat it as that because some people I feel like when they use discipline, they think like, okay, I need to punish myself. And it, at least that's the stigma that I feel. Yeah. A lot of people treat discipline as, as like a punishment, like I have to do this. It's like, you don't have to, <laughs> to do it. You, you kind of want to find a way to bring your interest up, like the energy up to actually do the task. So it, it doesn't become like this, this negative feeling 
that's what's important. So I would say the concept itself of being disciplined is very important. Okay. Uh, yeah, I yeah I agree with you. So I think that it's important because I more again depends on what your definition is of discipline. But to me, it just means that you have some kind of structure that you train yourself into getting things done in a more efficient way. So if your brain tells you, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't, you know, I don't feel like doing this. If you have discipline, you learn to deal with it and you get the task done. Um, so I think it is important. I think it's a must because, you know, we live in a world where you have to have a product at the end of the day, like you have to give something to somebody, either you're working for some company or you're working for yourself, hmm. you need that productivity, you need something at the end of the day. So yes. we need it. But I agree, it shouldn't be a punishment. It shouldn't be like, oh, you lack discipline you know like punish yourself to learn it it doesn't work like that it's more no. like it's a good thing to have mm -hmm. so let's train ourselves to have it so that we can function better so we can get things done in a more efficient way and when we say efficiency it matters because you want to work you want to earn a living but you still want to live life you want to yes. have enough time to do other fun things you want to spend time with family you want to travel and if you don't have discipline, your time wouldn't be enough to cover all of that. Yeah, exactly. So to me, it's more like a, a toolbox that will let you, allow you get things done, yet still enjoy your life. So yeah, I think it's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we covered where you, where you learned discipline already. Um, the other question is, which we have already talked about it, but if you didn't learn it in childhood, can you learn it later? And how can you learn it later? Yes, yeah, so I have very, I guess I have a lot of ideas and strategies to deal with that. So for me, building that discipline, it started with something super small because it's essentially it's a habit as well. So doing something, a very small task that you know that you can get it done with. That's what's important because everybody thinks of like whether it's a habit or if it's a, it's a discipline, they try to do like the biggest thing like that, that massive action, and that takes a lot of energy and takes it actually causes a lot of stress on your on yourself because you're like I have to do this and then you start overthinking, you get a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, but that's why I say you have to start start with something small. Another thing is discipline it kind of grows into other places as well. So an example of this was um, waking up early. So I used to wake up at kind of sporadic times. I, I'm a morning person, but I was always waking up at like maybe 10, 11, maybe mm. six and then random. But then after I built the discipline to just wake up at a specific time, which is around 5 a.m., it kind of cascaded to everything else. I started getting disciplined for other things because at five, I woke up for a reason. I woke mm -hmm. up so I could do some work. So although I was able to just wake up, that started the whole like train of, okay, building up this small discipline. At least I need to do this task by this time. Um, so which also included the scheduling. Okay. So you kind of looked at it like, 
get one task done, mm-hmm. learn how to do that, and then you build upon that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's also basically called like habit stacking, but I guess this is discipline stacking as well. Because you want to build up <laughs> yeah. that mental tolerance. It's not just like building up a habit. You also need to increase the tolerance of your discipline. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now we tap into fear. So uh yeah so in your creative career do you have any fear that stops you from moving forward so is this well i guess we want to kind of clarify exactly um what we mean yeah (laughs) yes so with the fears in the creative career is it more in terms of the discipline that we have to enact yeah so i guess to me fear what the, the kind of fear that i was interested to learn about was the fear that like what if you know what if my work isn't good enough mm-hmm. i don't want to put it out there or okay. what if i'm not even good enough to be a photographer for example or what if i don't even you know things like that so i guess it's it's fear plus kind of like self-doubt right and things of that sort. Okay. And then we're wondering like how we can instill some discipline to actually get us through that hurdle. Yes. Okay. So I would say that, yeah, there, I have a ton of fears. <laughs> um, so back before I started my business, I didn't even use social media, like, like barely. So there was a lot of huge hurdle for me. It was like huge fear. Cause it's like, for some reason I can talk to people in person and look like a fool. And I could be like, whatever <laughs> but on social media for some reason i i can't i had a horrible um experience trying to just get online it's like i had fears that someone would talk crap about me or um, they wouldn't like the work and a whole mm. lot of other stuff right and judging comparing yourself yeah. to other people yeah so obviously the discipline is you have to frame your mind in a way that um that benefits you so the way that i deal with it is you have to just get it out there because you want to have the market validate you you don't want to be the one that's going to validate yourself because you're usually your worst critic mm-hmm. so then there were a lot of times like i thought the work i made was like utter crap and then the the clients is like oh this is great or like even my friends would be like this is really good yeah. and honestly sometimes i'm like this is going to be amazing and then it's a flop <laughs> But either way, you have to have that, um, you have to push past that fear. So I guess it does deal with the discipline. You have to just get out there and mm. and move beyond it. What about you? What fears do you have within your creative career? Uh, yeah, same. I have a lot of fears. Like one of my, I can talk about the thing that's very current right now. So mm-hmm. one of the very uh, current fears I have is that I like being focused in my creative um, work. So like, I like that finding a niche or, you know, having that body of work that will be more cohesive. Right now I'm working all over the place. And my fear is what if, if I'm not more cohesive, if I'm not, you know, more focused, what if all of this work I'm doing and it's scattered doesn't get me anywhere what if i'm putting all of this time into this and it's not going to have the outcome i'm hoping it to have so yeah i guess 
you you and I, we both talked about this and you were you wanted to mention overthinking as a right. part of this. Mm-hmm. And probably part of it is overthinking because you know when when you're working on something, yes, in the beginning you're scattered, but as you're working on it more and more, you will find your focus. You will find that thing you're looking for. But to get there, there is a lot of self-doubt, a lot of overthinking, a lot of things that will stop you from doing it. And I mean, you know, I don't want this fear to control me. I don't want to end up stopping like producing uh, art because I'm scared that it's not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I sh- uh, you're right. Here, I should just be more disciplined in that sense that I want it done. I will get it done. I'll put it out there and I will just let, you know, the market people be the judge of that. And as I'm working through it, I can learn more about my style, my personal style. I can learn more about what the audience wants, what the client wants, and then maybe I can find a common ground. Another fear is just, you know, being different having again it's a a lot of it is about focus for me having my focus on different things so I'm doing my engineering career or I'm you know I'm doing graduate school and possibly at at the end of it I want to get a job with that so I have that and then I have my creativity my creative um, world so how do I combine these or you know how so a lot of overthinking a lot of Mm self-doubt yeah it's Honestly, it's a really big thing. I would say it affects almost every single person at one point in their life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I mean, I also had that same. I, I still do. Like, I, I think it's very hard to grow out of. Um, it's part of our tendency. <laughs> that's that's the big thing. And I mean, there are certain ways to mitigate that and manage it. Yeah. Um. So what exactly do you do? Like, or I guess before we, we get into that, like, mm-hmm. what exactly happens when you're overthinking about all this? Do you just stall? Do you get stressed out? Um, I get stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I get stressed out. And when when you're stressed, your productivity goes to zero pretty much. When I'm stressed, I can't get anything done. Then all of a sudden, I'm not producing any art. I'm not doing well in my work. So it's like, hell, I'm I'm worse than what I was before now. <laughs> yeah, I get that. How is this even helping, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I do want to mention something. So uh, I listened to a TED Talk by Amelia Wampnick. I think I'm, I think I'm saying it right, but hopefully <laughs> uh, her, her last name is, uh, spelled i googled it actually because i want to spell it it's w-a-p-n-i-c-k and uh yeah her ted talk is pretty much about people who do multiple things and she calls them uh multi-potential light people there are some people who are very focused who who you know learn what exactly they want to do and they pursue it and there are others who don't know what they want exactly. They want to tap into different things. And maybe their thing is having different things. And so she kind of like helps you um, instead of constantly self-doubting yourself and uh, you know punishing yourself, 
she helps you uh, celebrate that. That has been helping me to get rid of some of that overthinking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm learning to just accept this is who I am and learn how to use my uh, ability to be focused on both areas or on multiple areas. Okay. But yeah, there are also other things that probably helps. <laughs> but people can look up her name. She has a TED Talk. You can listen to it for free. It's on YouTube. Yes, um, it will definitely help anybody. Uh, I watched it as well because Hasia sent it to me. But it it really does help you if you you feel like you were struggling to be like i don't fit in with everybody that i don't have that same type of focus it's okay right. we're not all the same we don't have to be we're all unique yeah. right exactly but it depends exactly. on how you use your power exactly exactly so how do you um manage that fear that you know overthinking all of that we talked about so for me i'm a really big i like really big into being like doing fitness and yeah pretty much yeah enjoy fitness a lot or uh either coding but sometimes if i'm coding already i don't want to continue coding (laughs) so i end up doing some exercise so and the reason why i bring this up is there's a lot of times where let's let's go with the example you had you were can i ask a question before you get into this by coding do you mean programming yes programming programming okay, okay. uh nerdy so nerdy language it, stuff <laughs> you do it as a way to get your thoughts like out of the way or stop overthinking mm. so it depends on what i'm doing exactly but i really enjoy coding like programming okay so what i mean by that is i will let's say that i'm working on instagram there's nothing mm-hmm. to do with coding really and what i do is if i'm overwhelmed with like trying to find like a niche or best content i i realize that i'm going into a negative state of mind or low energy and yeah. i need to do something that can provide me with a quick win because i like problem solving which is why i, I choose coding okay so it's okay. like i fix this it's like great so my endorphins go up i feel a lot better but sometimes mm-hmm. what if i'm coding and i'm already like getting stressed out because it doesn't work well yeah. at that point i can't just continue to code I want to do something else and I like to be active. So that's when the fitness part comes in. Mm. So whenever I'm overthinking and this happened recently, I was overthinking about like, Oh God, I don't know what to do with my audience. Like, I don't know what type of content I need to do. I'm not, I don't feel focused. I had that same problem. And what I decided was I need to just work out. I need to, I like to multitask. So I'll just think about the problem while I'm working out. That is, mm. That is what I'll do. So yeah, getting in some exercise while I'm doing that overthinking. That's why I call like maximizing your overthinking. You can still mm-hmm. overthink. That's normal. It's fine. There's no, you're not like, uh, you're not sinning just because you're overthinking, right? Yeah. Everybody does it, but we yeah, just it's inevitable. Yeah. Right. So we just need to find a way to manage and cope with it. So I, I chose to do, um, exercise and if it's a very big thing like i don't have enough time to exercise or i can't go and exercise i will just do a meditation do a bit of breathing so because i have a specific technique that i do for breathing and this is we hinted it or we hinted it we talked about it in a live in another on. episode yeah on our live yes live on social <laughs> media on instagram but yes. anyways yeah. But we're we're probably gonna need to cover that in a further episode, in a future episode. 
-hmm. so there's more to it but the big thing is if when you control your breathing you control a lot of other stuff you re you start to reduce this anxiety and stress that you have and you're calming yourself down you're focusing on thoughts that matter not just overthinking about the small little things that may or may not help you mm. yeah yeah what about you besides the book so what are there yeah so i guess to answer that question in a more general way would be just like you i do things that i like that also doesn't require a lot of thinking at least not <laughs> on my side uh -huh. so um i like to read uh i like sometimes i like to play piano it's kind of like doing art you're just expressing yourself without thinking about oh i'm playing this wrong or you know <laughs> yeah. it's just getting getting some um boost some boost in your mood mm -hmm. um and i go for a walk yeah i'm not i used to exercise but I'm not um, exercising a lot right now. So I don't do like circuit training or bodybuilding, any of that. Mm -hmm. But I take walks and it's been helping me to, um, I do breathing while mm -hmm. walking, like breathing I hope in a specific, breathe <laughs> specific way, I meant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I do breathing techniques as I'm walking. So I guess it's kind of like meditating and exercising at the same time. So that really helps. Um, yeah, and sometimes I just call a friend whenever I feel very overwhelmed and sad and feel like I don't want to do anything. I call some of my friends and I talk to them about the fears I'm having. I, I ask them about their day. If they're having a crappy day as well, then we can just laugh about it together. So, yeah. you know, I, I try to feel find somebody that I can relate to and that helps me feel better. Yeah. That helps me realize that I'm not the only one going through this. So maybe it's, there's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes you just don't feel well um, mm -hmm. or motivated or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So the things I do is read, do art, play music, walk, or call friends. Okay. Yeah. And those are good, especially getting support. Support is a big one. Mm -hmm. I actually wanted to mention something. Uh, I forgot to say it during my answer but there's a reason why i specifically choose exercise and when you think about it when you exercise you you're in this high energy state right you or you kind of have to be if you want to push that so like walking it's a low energy state in my opinion it can still help you there's something wrong with it but when yeah. you're exercising like weightlifting, you or like running you push a lot of blood like it goes everywhere yeah and you're you're everything's elevated your heart rate and your endorphins all your hormones start to 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 push out and then what i like about that the most is when you're at that state you feel a lot more confident so if you're think overthinking about some so sorry for lack of word negative but if you think you're doing something kind of stupid like you feel that it's stupid when you are in this high energy state you're like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna do it yeah i'm in power yeah <laughs> you're empowered in control exactly so that's why i choose to do mm -hmm. exercise because that happens okay. a lot like just do it like you're i'm i'm confident i'm already here like fuck it i'm just gonna do it so that's why i believe exercise is like one of my key mm. key uh, ways that's interesting you pointed that out because sometimes the point for me talking to friends yes is so we can relate to each other mm. but also Sometimes my friends remind me that, you know, if I'm 
really doubting about something stupid she would remind me especially this one friend that we talked to we talked about um together about like creative stuff and mm. art career she constantly reminds me like hey this is where you started this is where you are now you are making progress it doesn't matter if you haven't found your focus yet but like you're moving forward it's not like you are just you know uh what's the word <laughs> i can't like I you're can't stagnant like you're not it. doing anything yes exactly exactly it's not like you're doing anything mm-hmm. um you're still moving forward it's just yeah. that maybe in a zigzag way which is okay because right. you're still moving from point <laughs> a to b it's gonna take you a little longer but you're still moving forward so yeah you're right that gives me confidence mm-hmm. so for me that gives me confidence for you exercise gives you confidence so maybe somebody else does something else that gives them confidence so yeah. i guess the way to deal with that is to negate it negate the po- negative with something positive yeah and just so we clear things up i know a lot of people have this i guess perception or misconception about positivity you don't necessarily have to be thinking like i'm gonna be amazing at this or anything it's yeah, I don't no, think it I needs meant... to be like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It really doesn't have to be like that. You're you right. just need to, that's why I said en- high energy state. You yeah, can be you're right. high energy and still be negative. But <laughs> yeah. so for me, I'm, I'm like that because I'm like, I'm so pissed right now. Or I'm not, I just need to get through with this, but I'm so high energy. I have to do something with that. Energy. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you're right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So it depends on how you tweak positivity. It's yeah. still positive, in my opinion. I'm, I'm yeah. doing what I need to do. I mean, a lot of people would say, how would you even be positive when you're feeling bad about yourself and everything you do? So mm-hmm. you're right. The word positive is probably not the right word. But do just do something that gives you high energy, just like Danny mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, are we through with this? I, yeah, that's about it. Yep, <laughs> that was the last question. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long one, this one. Yes, it was. Okay. All right. So what we're going to go ahead and do is, well, do you have any comments before we end? No, I would just say, no, I would just say that if you're listening to this, if you're struggling at the moment, just know that you're not alone Mm -hmm. and uh, find things that work for you to find that energy to push forward, move forward. And yeah, it's just life. It's going to be a lot of ups and downs. Hopefully tomorrow you will feel better. <laughs> yes. So I have a few few comments, mm-hmm. um, but yes, it, this is regarding what you just mentioned. You don't have to be strong twenty four seven. Yeah. It, it's okay. There's it, nothing wrong. And another thing is reach out. Reach out to your friend, family. You can reach out to us or anybody else, right? Anybody yeah. that you feel could help you, who who understands, or that maybe they're farther ahead or on the same level, you could you could talk to them. Even if they're not at the same level, they're outside of your the jurisdiction that we're in, they can still help. They have their own ideas. And the last thing I really want to say is you want to give yourself these like you want to tell yourself these affirmations that it's gonna be okay. Don't say something that's kind of kind of fake that you don't believe in. So a few of the affirmations that I always say to myself is I will not invite struggle, conflict, or drama. So that's the full affirmation that I say. 
And then the other affirmation is one that I privately say, so I'm guessing I'm going to say it now, <laughs> is uh, I enjoy facing fear and discomfort because I get to kick it in the fucking ass. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to take some time, but mm -hmm. I certainly believe in it. I never said when, but I've, I definitely believe in it. Yeah. And I strive for it every day. So tell yourself good things, things that, that. aren't lying to yourself. I love that. Thank you, Benny. All right. Hey. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.